This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. My first, my last, and my everything, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Sergio Aguero will be off this summer, and grassroots football is back. It's Tuesday, 30th of March. I'm Marcus Bella. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome, one and all. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Andy, who was I quoting there? And it was a tribute to the great man, Barry White, of course. But who was I taking off, if you will? Yogi Love. Yogi Love. Mm. Oh, yeah, baby. That was amazing. I I couldn't couldn't (laughs) tell. This was in the press conference pre-Romania versus Germany. Uh And I couldn't figure out whether it was a low-key flex. Like, you know, I've been, oh, I seem to have been caught singing yeah. in my fabulous baritone. Or, 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 or whether he genuinely was like, I'm just going to treat you to some music while we're all chilling here. Hey, mm. But let's be honest, Andy, he usually just does what he wants anyway. <laughs> Thinking about the Anyway, we don't need to start the Tuesday off with that, do we, ladies and gentlemen? A uh, little nod to Canada, though, Pete. 11-0 last night. It was uh, a hefty defeat. Against the Cayman Islands. It's their their record, apparently. What, Caymans or Canadas? Canadas. Okay, right. <laughs> the uh, Canadia. Uh, yes. Uh, 11-0. That's about all the football. I mean, there was one or two, really. But, uh, <laughs> but gentlemen, I digress. Uh, let's go straight to the news that Sergio Aguero is going to be leaving Manchester City after, what would it be, 10 years? Oh, um, I mean... 
All that excavating equipment, the dredgers, <laughs> <laughs> sailing him off to Port Portside. Yeah. <laughs> and he's off with his tail between his legs, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt, one of the greatest players. Flops. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> what a flop. Uh, one of the greatest players in the history, and we're not even going to say Premier League, in the history of English top flight football. Yes. Mm. Marvellous. Absolutely. What is it, 257 goals in that 10 years? Exactly, 384 matches. And when you consider quite a few injuries in that time. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think when we're appraising Aguero at Manchester City, um, now he is simply, if you can say simply, uh, a legendary player as part of a, a very, very good team. I thought you were going to give us a bit of Tina Turner there. <laughs> okay, carry on. I'm not upstaging Yogi. <laughs> but I think even in the early years when Manchester City started winning stuff mm. in the early years of Aguero, it's easy to forget, I think, how, how much I relied on him. Mm. And there was this kind of reappraisal of him and it looked like he might be forced out when Pep Guardiola arrived, didn't it? Mm. Because he was annoyed with him for not pressing from the front. Mm -hmm. And of course, before that, Manchester City never wanted to, him to press from the front. Some different because, style they played. Well, because if he got injured, they were in big trouble. Mm. And, you know, at that point, it looked as if um, Gabriel Jesus was, just after that, was going to re replace him and he's, he's maintained since mm -hmm. then as well. But he's absolutely changed the face of Manchester City. And I know there are other hugely influential players in modern day Manchester City, like Yaya Toure, like... David Silva. Gareth Barry. Like Gareth Barry. Yeah, you think I'm yeah. joking. Ga Gareth Barry at the, at the beginning and mm -hmm. Julian Lescott from those first couple of seasons. Those, mm -hmm. those are all good players. But th these these are yeah, all, players, all players that have a part to play in the Manchester City story. But he has been at the heart of everything that's changed for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just about to win his fifth Premier League title yeah. in 10 years. I mean, that's amazing. That's yeah. really bit, quite amazing. It's also a bit presumptuous from you, Andy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm nothing if not presumptuous. <laughs> yes, of course. There's, there's this talk that you'll be honoured... Quadruple winning, <laughs> Sergio Aguero. Well, I mean, maybe he might be, they might win the Champions League. As long as he doesn't uh, get it tattooed. You yeah. know, like that guy who got um, Kaká lifting the European <laughs> Cup in a Manchester City kit oh. on his arm. Or Andy yeah. Cole yeah. in a Newcastle top just before he left. Oh, no. <laughs> At least he actually played for them, though. Yeah, didn't look much like Andy Cole, to be honest. <laughs> Is that one you had done? <laughs> yeah, it's all right, though. <laughs> you, just as, as a respect for the great man. Um, less, the, the, less offensive than my cat in the hat, to be honest. <laughs> 2021. I thought that covered it. Um, Aguero, um, he'll be honoured with a statue outside the Etihad alongside ones under construction for Vincent Company, of course, uh, and David Silva, the aforementioned. Um, Yaya Tour is going to be a bit pissed off, isn't he? But uh, <laughs> but still, though, I mean, it is great to to see those. It will be great to see those three magnificent erections outside the stadium, Peter. It will, yeah. I mean, I, I just demand that they three D print them because we've had so many <laughs> we've had so many cock ups when it comes to the football. Get the guy statue. the Ronaldo one is essentially the yeah. master Ronaldo. Get that guy in. <laughs> He'd be looking for work, I'd imagine. What's the one that's in a roundabout? In uh, there's one that's like stuck in a uh, roundabout, and it's like this beautiful kind of futuristic metal um, ex Chelsea player. Can't remember. Doesn't matter. Uh -huh. uh, but I, th I think uh, I think the reason I can see. Mm. Can you not see this? They tie up the title in the next couple of weeks, right? Yeah. He scored. He goes on a rare 2021 run of form, and he just knocks like about ten in. Yep. In about three or four matches, what do you reckon? What are they going to read? Because well, the reason why, and then he scores the winner in the Champions League final. Come on, yeah. Because I... the thing that's kind of characterised Sergio Aguero not getting his game is the fact that he comes back from injuries mm -hmm. and he takes a little bit of time to get going, and they can't 
hold passengers that that team at well, this I, point mm, in the season. That's true. So. Mm-hmm. He, the, when they have got the opportunity to carry a passenger, Aguero's yes. going to have beautiful little kind of twilight um, three or four matches in his uh, Manchester City career. It's going to be beautiful. It depends if he's already signed the contract with Inter Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I <think>. uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Andy, how is this coming about then? Because it, it, the, <laughs> the way he sort of worded it, it sounds like you know, he's done 10 years and he's sort of ready for a new challenge, but he probably wouldn't leave if he felt that he didn't have to. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of mutualness to it. Yes, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm. And as I said, I think the clock's always been ticking since they haven't completely relied on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when you think in those years where they spent a fortune, it, it's still all rested on him. Mm. Um, we, we're going to have to talk about the goal before we get much further. I mean, we can talk about the future in a minute, uh-huh. but I think we do have to talk about the, the, the QPR goal. I mean, you talked about it, him being one of the best players in top-flight English football history. Yeah. That is one of the most thrilling moments. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's absolutely immortalised. I mean, the statue should be him putting that one in. The thing is, people have kind of overcompensated with that and saying, oh, Balotelli's assist was amazing. Balotelli's assist was very good. But the bit where he decides not to leather it when he yeah. gets the sight of goal, mm. just knocks it past the last yeah. defender. Yeah. You know, just, that, that idea of, you know, Was it Luke Moore's your... mate? Was it Clint? Clint Hill. Was it Clint Hill? He knocked it past. It, it might have been, it, Clint Hill was definitely in the box, <laughs> breathing out of every orifice, desperately trying to uh, stay in the Premier League. And of course, QPR did because of the results elsewhere. But that level of coolness <laughs> yeah. at, a, at a moment where it's all on the line, it's, it's, it's amazing. It, I mean, because of course, when this was announced yeah. yesterday, everyone tweeted it. I never get tired of seeing that. Oh, I remember, it's, I remember it's, watching it's that. that. What for going up, Jimmy Glass and Aguero. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I remember watching that. I was watching it my... going into the playoff final. Oh, sorry, final. the playoff final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was at that game. The the, the, the one with the, the, the Troy Deeney goal. Honest, honestly, it is, it is... It is um, <laughs> I was watching WrestleMania 34 yesterday for uh, the podcast WrestleMania. Oh. Uh, and... Uh, watching uh, who is the UFC fighter who came over, Ronda Rousey, uh, who came over, and the pop that she gets when she arrives yeah. in, uh, in, in, in in wrestling was just like, oh my fucking Christ, this is amazing. And it kind of, and if I'm a little bit hungover, if I'm a little bit tired, if I'm a little bit emotional, yeah. these kind of things, uh, Mr. Pigden and Righty, uh, Aguero or Jimmy Glass they make me cry <laughs> and I can't yeah, handle I can, it Andy I, I can't can, handle it well, I can understand that well, there's another one of that when, when England played New Zealand in the, um, the the Cricket World Cup that frantic end mm. you know when, when and the Kiwi commentator he's, he just can't believe it and he goes oh my goodness we're going to the Super Over and he's just like oh God. <laughs> you know that, that, that kind of thing and it's just it's, it's too much to take I remember being in a, in a, in a pub in, in Hammersmith in West London and we actually had a lot of QPR fans around us watching mm. that game mm. And I can remember leaving the pub, and I had a headache because it was—it was so intense, it was so yeah. much. I've, I've no interest, no personal vested interest. You know, obviously, I want to see a good clean bout and, uh, and a bit of excitement. But that—that I mean, that thing. moment, I was... remember being on my feet in my front room when yeah. that went in, and mm. I—I'm you know Manchester City agnostic. Yeah, mm. that was sure. Uh, I, I, that yeah. was—it was just amazing. You couldn't help but be taken by it. It was—it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. It was like seeing Lauren Robert boot the ball really hard at a, a, a teammate's face. <laughs> it was just <laughs> knocking Olivia Bernard spark out. I mean, it's it just like wow, this is thrilling. This is elite sportsmanship. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is incredible. Another headache. <laughs> but not for anybody watching it. Yeah, um, I, he said he's he has formed uh, an indestructible bond with all those who love Manchester City. He's not wrong, is he, Peter? He's not, no. When you have a player like that. But even, I guess, the the, the current manager, Pep, the the thing that would characterise 
Pep's uh, stewardship of the club doesn't really involve Aguero necessarily. No. But he scored goals every single time. Mm. You'd probably sort of say, what would what would a classic Pep Guardiola goal? Probably finished by Sterling at the back post and Aguero yeah. sliding yeah. in or trying to reach the yeah. ball. But never discount the importance of a man who who, who knows how to play decoy as well. Mm. Like his, move, his movement has been limited by his injuries and, and, and how he's been forced to play. And he has pulled back a little bit where other players like Gundogan have, has moved, have moved forward. He is st- he when he comes on the pitch is still an important player because mm. fuck me if if Guerra's coming on you know he's good for a goal when he's on form so you're gonna mark him so it, it, it's still an important player yeah. I think we can sometimes underrate footballers or sporting figures in general who arrive in a situation with such a huge reputation already I mean mm. he's he's a kid when he arrives at Manchester 22 City. years old one yeah. can forget that one can think he's 25 26 exactly. he's, he's quite established with, 22 with what at the time was an absolutely enormous price tag yep. as well and he just instantly Did makes mint meat, mince meat of it mm-hmm. like, not li- only, literally instantly it was not only in that game against Swansea yeah. but, but not only to sort of meet the expectation mm-hmm. but just absolutely fly past it mm-hmm. I mean that that is that is something pretty incredible yeah I mean obviously they got him from Atletico Madrid where he made a bit of a splash and so well he, on. he made more than a, a, a big splash because it's interesting they replaced him with Radamel Falcao and the fans and actually some of the coaching staff mm-hmm. uh, at Atletico immediately looked at Falcao and they're like yeah not feeling it he only scores goals doesn't he yeah he <laughs> doesn't really do any other stuff uh-huh. like all he does the... get a lot of goals though <laughs> that, that is true but Falcao became the player he did in his pomp because everyone at Atletico said you've got to do more yeah you, you've, you've got to you've got to meet the standard that Aguero did you've got to make those mm-hmm. long diagonal runs you've got you've got to run the channels you've mm-hmm. got to do stuff 40 yards from well, Andy, it's from goal it's something one might forget about Sergio Aguero I just think well he's you know you think about his goal scoring all types of goals from range one on one deadly you mm. know uh, uh, Michael Richard says you know if I had to pick someone to, to score a goal to save my life it would be him you know yeah um, but as you say, a complete modern centre forward, um, not just there to finish off moves. You know, it, just, it has everything um, in his game. I mean, just, just to give a bit of context, you know, 22, he arrived in 2011. He arrived in the same summer at Manchester City as Samir Nasri, Gail Clichy and Owen Hargreaves. Now, I understand that they're not all the same ages, of course. Um, Craig Bellamy and Rocky Santa Cruz left that summer. That's how long ago it was. Um, and that's where Manchester City were at. Uh, yeah, I, well, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but it shows you the, the great longevity he's had in in um, in, in the uh, the sky blue well, of well, Manchester City. He's named after naughty ancient Kum, Kumu Kumu. So the Japanese the... Uh, cartoon. Yeah, yeah. So. Ah. <laughs> well, I knew it was he's after naughty Japanese. and he's ancient. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, was it's been reported that Chelsea passed up on Aguero in 2010, partly because John Terry didn't rate him, particularly his movement. No. I don't know how much credence we give to that, but, uh, you know, up theirs. They lost out, <laughs> didn't they? They lost out. Well, he's 33 and uh, he's on a free. So where do you fancy him to go, Andy? Well, he's been linked with Barcelona for a number of months now, um, predating um, this announcement yesterday. Is that a little sweetener to keep messy there? Well, he's free. <laughs> I think that's a huge part of it, yeah. to, be, to be perfectly honest. Well, that's what if he's good friends with Lionel Messi, they've linked up many, many times at international level. Yeah. And if they want Messi to stay, and that is an if at Barcelona, yeah. then that would be an idea. And I think in pandemic times, yep. to be able to get a player like that 
on a free. Yeah, he won't I ask mean, much for wages as well. No, no it'd be a bargain. <laughs> get me a but, new mic for my Twitch stream. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's funny because, if, again, if you go backwards a month or two, loads mm. of people have linked in with Atletico. I think in oh, terms... It's too demanding, is it? In term, Well, yeah, and I think in terms of former players mm-hmm. coming back on absolutely enormous wages, I mean, they've been burnt a few times. Uh, yeah. So I think they'd be best advised to, to, to stay away from Here's it. Here's your player. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice uh, to see. Oh, the Christian little Vieri, a, little Serious one song. Now you're talking Christian Vieri deal. Was it? Was it Atalanta he signed for? Mm. When he was only on like it was something paltry, like a thousand five hundred a week, which for a footballer <laughs> like him. But every goal he scored, he got a hundred grand. So I think there was something like that. The deal. Yes, maybe, please. Yeah. And I will be on pens. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on goal kicks. <laughs> the thing is, though, like a part of me thinks. A part of me thinks that's kind of respectful and disrespectful at the same time. <laughs> like, else, well, we're it, yeah. getting him in. We know he's not going to score many. It's like when Keggy was on shirt sales and he's just made an astonishing amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what he does now? He sells shirts. He just sells shirts. Yeah, yeah. okay, fair enough. Well, you've got to do something, haven't you? Um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think the old lady, Juventus, get Ronaldo off the books. Oh, yeah, a bit, bit of romance. Aguero turning up at Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, Italy, Marcus Speller. Yes. Uh, uh, we've got already got someone in the studio who's already seen it. Andy's already seen this, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you've not seen the new Inter Milan uh, logo. No, they've updated it. There was a lot of talk about this happening for weeks and months and months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Nerazzurri, they've got a very iconic one. 130, yeah, 113 years of history, right? Yeah, yeah. The current design dates right back to 1908. Uh-huh. Marcus, are you ready to see the badge? that's going to see Inter through another hundred years of football. I don't, I don't think I am. Here it is. <laughs> do you like it it's uh it's a a dog in a hot dog like a sausage dog as <laughs> in a, a hot, hot dog, dog suit yeah yeah okay it's it's a swerve yeah. it's a it's a weird one i don't uh, know how much that cost them but that's what they're going with it's bizarre it's very bizarre it's very bizarre i think there are a lot of inter fans out there who'd be very happy <laughs> if that was the badge in preference to what they actually got yeah is it all right? i mean i'm not i'm not a graphic designer but it seems all right why is everyone getting upset about it are they getting upset because they have to get upset about it is mm-hmm. it kind of i th- i think it's because of dm because right. the, 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 you've never you've never had um milan or milano in the in the in, in the title right, of the, okay. the club so I, I guess this is a step to internationalise themselves. Yeah. Mate, they'll never be as good as AC Milan in my book. AC Milan, got to, got to cross the St. George on there, isn't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, right, uh, Peter. Hello. Um, talk about a great striker leaving Manchester City, which is, uh, of course, a shame for those Man City fans, but they've enjoyed him over the last 10 years. Um, let's turn our attentions to Newcastle United. They've managed to keep hold of one of their strikers. Dwight Gale has reportedly committed oh. to another three years at Newcastle. What's what's he seen? Yeah. <laughs> what's Wait, he's, he's, he's found the keys to the tuck shop or something. What's, <laughs> well, he's seen two league starts this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he'll be uh, 34 by the time this new deal uh, will expire. He's, he's like the guy... Have you seen the film Office Space? No. Yeah. There's a guy called Milton in it. He's obsessed. He's got like a red stapler. He's known as the red stapler guy. And he they keep moving his, mm-hmm. his desk into the basement, into the cupboard, all these unlovable parts of the office, and mm-hmm. he gets very upset about it, but he never complains right? publicly. And is it's just... It's, like, <laughs> is it Steve Bruce? Is, it's it? is that what Steve you're saying? Bruce, just, <laughs> I don't know. He's just absolutely defeated. But, I mean, what would... I, look, 
If Rotherham and Bur- or Birmingham manage to stay in the championship, that's who you're facing off against, Dwight Gill, <laughs> knocking them in for fun in the championship. But uh, it is because you say it's an unusual bit of Newcastle forward planning. Yeah, yeah, in, it in is. Yeah, case. yeah. It's look as I said, these teams will either face Dwight Gale in the championship or mm, Piggott. <laughs> it's it's going to be Gale and uh, shelves on a, a, a paper play. Andy Carroll off the bench. Uh, Steve yeah. Bruce confirmed the uh, the talks began in mid December. Yeah, only just what on earth were they? Have they basically just come back and gone? He's not leaving. Uh, but it's a massive championship contingency plan. It, 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 it has to be because they're not playing him the Premier League because he's probably not good enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of the players seem to be good enough at the moment. So mm-hmm. they go down and they've got a a, a proven uh, championship level uh, striker. But yeah. I mean, again, it's a it's a long contract for a player who's of that vintage. Yes, I guess when when you read that sentence there, Marcus, was it Steve Bruce's confirmed relegation in mid December? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that what you said? What I am yeah. saying, Andy, is is the Chronicle up in Newcastle ran a survey. Uh, it was about 14,000 people, uh, Newcastle fans specifically, we assume, uh, asking them about Steve Bruce's future. 95% of the 14,000 want him gone. I think it was 96, Fair. wasn't it? Either way. Either way. You know. As I said, I'd take that. I'd take 14,000 in a medical trial. I would, you, I would. Is that what Bruce was saying? <laughs> no, it, don't report nonsense. <laughs> false figures. It was 95%. It wasn't 96. <laughs> Not much of a hill to die on. And the four-stroke yeah. 5% who voted against it are Sunderland fans living in the city, presumably. <laughs> I would have thought so. 95% want him gone. 24% thought they'd stay up with someone else, whilst 23% said they'd still go down. It is a very pessimistic outlook. Mm. Well, oh no, well, realistic maybe. I don't <laughs> so, know. So, you, so you're you're calling table. to Pete for the counterpoint. It's an <laughs> what interesting strategy, yeah. Marcus. I, 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 who would you? Ninety six percent of me. What would you do? <laughs> would you stick or twist now? Would you think if if, if you? Pete what is Donaldson, the point? What is the point? It's too late. If too late. The, Go it, down. He'll probably get him up again. Peter, if the, depending four, on if the fourteen thousand came to you to spearhead this movement yeah. and you had the power to stick or twist would you would you get in you know I am I am struggling <laughs> to see who who would who would arrest that slide right now but surely the players the, the teams that we've got first Atem Ben Arthur player manager would just cheat oh up. yes please yeah. yes please well, he's it, moved again hasn't he did he move did he manage to move in the end I can't remember uh, where is he where is he at Oh, I don't oh, know. He's, hang, he's hanging out at Bordeaux. That's right, yeah. yeah. Upsetting yeah. Lauren Koscielny. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. But AD, having a lovely lunch. Maybe. Peter, AD Boothroyd's contract is up in the summer. <laughs> he knows the championship. He does know the championship. Get him in. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Fra- more attractive football, I'll tell you what. Apparently Frank Lampard's being tipped for the England under-21s job. That would be a strange move. Mate, mm. it would be an, a huge ego boost to him. Imagine it. <laughs> he's, it? he's down on his luck. Get the young players. He's, on like, he's on like a, a million pounds a dead gardening leave, isn't he? <laughs> I was going like, to say, it, it would need to be an ego boost on the pay cut he'd be taking. You know, think about it, though. He's, he's obviously licking his wounds after Chelsea. And that's obviously a tough one to take for him, mm. joking aside. And then getting the England under-21s, what you need is a load of young, hungry footballers looking at you going, oh, you're Frank Lampard. Tell us about your best goals. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he wants. Yeah. Do we think that really happens nowadays? I think what those players will respond to, uh-huh. far be it for me to is how good he put is on FIFA, there, is, is, is someone who's a genuinely engaging coach. And I would suggest we don't know enough about Frank Lampard mm-hmm. as a manager slash coach to know if that would be the case. Okay, maybe he gets credit for bringing the young players through at Chelsea and maybe that's what responds to them. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think they give two shits what he did as a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Andy. 
we'll uh, move on from there uh, <laughs> to a break. I didn't, oh. say, I didn't say I didn't care I agree about with what that, we did Every player. time, like a, a, an ex-player, a celebrate ex-player gets uh-huh. a, gets a position, they go, oh, "Well, the respect is." There's great footballers around every fucking football club. <laughs> Absolutely amazing, and bring them on rep. It's like, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, now, if you're enjoying all this chat, and I'm sure you are, ladies and gentlemen, then do head over to Patreon where we have loads more of this nonsense. This Wednesday, tomorrow evening, we will be doing a live England watch-along as they take Poland to the cleaners. Thank Nothing. goodness Lewandowski's not playing. Uh, <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, join us for the game tomorrow on patreon.com forward slash football ramble. I'll be there. Andy, are you getting involved? I'm going to be there. It's going to we, be fun. We're going to try and drag in all the ramblers, um, uh, but, you, but you're guaranteed to have Andy and I. We're going to England watch along. You're going to see what we get up to when England are playing. Andy will probably have a screen of another game in the corner. <laughs> Mark has been struggling not to sing his songs. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a lovely old time. So get over to uh, patreon.com forward slash football ramble to get involved. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, I'm Clive Anderson, and My Seven Wonders is my podcast where I sit down with some fascinating guests and ask them one simple question. If you could pick your own seven wonders of the world, what would they be? The guests' choices lead us to some interesting tales, whether it's Omar Jalili being stopped by New York Customs. They brought me in for the interview. They said, so what are you doing this? I'm doing a show with Whippy Goldberg. And the guy said, yeah, I'm doing a show with Whippy Goldberg, as if you are. And I said, excuse me? I am. That's why I'm going there. He's doing a show with Whippy Goldberg. 
<laughs> I couldn't believe my ears. Olivia Lee eating 120 pound apples at Soho House. I mean, it is hideously expensive. If I'm just going there once and taking an apple, it's the most expensive apple you'll ever eat. Or David Baddiel talking about his dad's dementia. The other thing he could remember are his regular insults. So still, when you leave my dad, if you say I'm off, he will say you've been off for years. And it's it's really comforting <laughs> that he can still abuse you in this way. Forget the Taj Mahal and the Lighthouse of Alexandria. The wonders of the world we talk about are much more unique. Listen to My 7 Wonders now on your favourite podcast app. My 7 Wonders with Clive Anderson is a Stakhanov production. Netbusters. Netbusters. Monster, monster. You <laughs> used to love a bit of Netbusters, my yeah. goodness. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Now, before we get to emails, it's time for a bonus Bet Your Way special with Betway. With the four home nations in action over the next few days, we've built a custom bet using Betway's Bet Builder tool, and each of us has made a selection for one home nations game. Pete, <laughs> kicking us off with Wales versus Czech Republic. You've got Gareth Bale to score any time in Wales versus Czech Republic. Bell with a Betway bet builder! <laughs> <laughs> um, we asked Jim for his selection in England against Poland. This is what Jim had to say. Hello, Jim here. For my pick, I'm going to go for Harry Kane to score first against Poland. He'll show that Lewandowski and all of the other Polish players and staff <laughs> um, who's boss, and it will be Harry Kane. Love that. Um, so Jim's <laughs> back in, Kane to score the first goal in England. Andy, you've got Scotland versus the Faroe Islands. Scotland are back amongst the goals and Che Adams will be looking to get amongst it. So you've gone for three and a half goals in, uh, over three and a half goals in Scotland versus the Faroe Islands. Yeah, um, I have. And of course you had that in uh, the last Scotland home game, didn't you? You got four against Austria. So um, yeah. Mm, clever, clever. Um, I have gone for Carl Lafferty to score the first goal in Northern Ireland versus Bulgaria. So there are your selections. A £10 bet with Betway will return £1,330.56. Don't forget the pence. Um, you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. For more information, head to begambleaware.org. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for emails. And today's jingle is courtesy of Sean Fitzgerald. It's Kate, Jules, Jim or Fish, Marcus, Luke or Pete the Tit. And hey. you might just read up one in show at footballramble.com. Email show at footballramble.com. Spend. <laughs> <laughs> That's delightful. Get uh, fucked. <laughs> Paul <laughs> Simon, dick. <laughs> We, we are going quite up the green sleeves route at the moment. Yeah, we are. very enjoyable. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for Laura Marling's entry on Friday. <laughs> we've, we've had the, the Highbury Troubadour, Alex Christian, uh, Christian. Then we've had um, Sean Fitzgerald. I'm not sure where he um, he does his strolling, but it's uh, a little bit. The finger picking is a little bit reminiscent of Postman Pat. Little bit. Yeah, Postman Pat. And it's obviously an email service. I, don't so want to use it. I thought you were going to say, and it's obviously copyrighted. So I'm going to, uh, or Patrick Post, as Patrick he is Post. In, in Gaelic. Yeah, that's nice. Scottish TV. Like that. About one in the afternoon. Sweet. Mm, sweet like chocolate, Peter. Aye. Sweet like chocolate. Indeed. Yeah. 
can't press any buttons because you've got the iPad. <laughs> I've already pressed it with Ed Sean Fitzgerald. We've got okay. an email. Oh, we got an email. Sorry, I thought you wanted Portmanteau contest. Sorry, that's, that's going up a little later on. Uh, we got an email from Andrew Steen, who's got in touch after, honestly, d- deleting the email, the classic email jingle from me and that woman in America, just d- resets my brain. It's so confusing to me. Uh, from Andrew Steen, who's uh, got in touch after our Quantum Leap patron clip last Tuesday. Just like uh, Sam used to talk to Al and everybody would just see him chatting to himself, uh, Tuchel looks like he's arguing with himself all of the time. Mm. Which Premier League manager or managers... Remind you of classic TV show characters. There's a thread we can unpick. Yeah. Get yourself uh, I'll say it before. I'll say it before. It, loads of email in. Um, uh, what do you call him? Uh, uh, Larry David and the Argentinian. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yankee, no, yeah. please don't email us. Don't that that. One. We've got yeah. that. Cool. <laughs> That's in the bag. That's, That's safe. safe. That's All safe. right. Okay. <laughs> All to play for. Should we have the email jingle again? Let's have the email so. jingle again. It's a nice start, that. Yes. It's Kate, Jules, Jim or Vish, Marcus, Luke or Pete the Tit. And he might just read up one in show at footballramble.com. Email show at footballramble.com. Sven. <laughs> Production values are great on it's these. lovely. I love the Sven at the end. It's oh, beautiful, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. There we are. Right, Peter. It's time for this. I prefer to kill him. I prefer to kill him. <laughs> Two footballers <laughs> tip together. Exciting times has to be said. Uh, if you would uh, like to get in touch and uh, you know suggest a, a player or two, we're open to it. We are open to it. It means I have someone to blame when it all goes to shit. James Burrows uh, has got in touch. I think he uh, kind of um, he mentioned one uh, last time. I think we. Uh, Did I think, he really? I think James Burrows maybe. Was it the good one or the bad one? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, right. Two footballers, when you hear um, Kevin De Bruyne, you are Kevin De Dunner, okay? <laughs> you guys ready? Yes. Okie dokie. Here's your clues. While playing in England in 2011, I won African Player of the Year for the first of my four consecutive years in a row. Despite being born in Scotland and moving to London at the age of 10, I represented Republic of Ireland 76 times between the mid-80s to mid-90s. Let's go. Yaya Toure Helton. Hey! Come Marcus on! Bella. Ah, there you go. Beautiful Very boy. I love, beautiful I love this game. I love this game. All right, then. You want uh, your second one? Second dose of the day? I'll come on in. Right. Might bloody have to now. <laughs> I am a former Premier League and La Liga champion who is currently without a club after my contract was terminated in December 2020. I am a goalkeeper with a Premier League and League Cup winner's medal as well as 27 caps for Romania. Let's go. Diego Costal Pantilimon. Oh, oh Marcus Bella! You guys are white hot, huh? white hot. He was—he only got to bed at two o'clock in the morning and then had to get up very early this morning to take his car for an MOT. But Andy Brassel has managed to bag one at the death. It's one all. Fan flipping tastic. Do you want a tiebreaker? I think we should yeah, quickly. Yeah, let's ahead. stick a tiebreaker okay. in there. Okay. Uh, that that uh, second uh, set of clues was from uh, Brad Davies, uh, by the way. Uh, right. I was named the Greater Manchester Ambassador for Firework Safety a week after a friend of mine let off a firework inside my house. During a successful decade-long period at Aston Villa, I won my one and only England cap coming off the bench for goal scorer. Mario Balotelli oh, Hendry. Oh, didn't even start the music. Andy Brassel has won today's. 
Little competition. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You having that, Marcus? I, I, I was I was about a second behind him. Because <laughs> the first clue was... It was I, knew, I knew you were going to be quick. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Good work. Actually, he said... I prefer to kill him. He did say that before the music had started. I don't care. I just want to recount, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like pure shit. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a recount. It's going to be the greatest recount. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to grassroots football. Um, or to amateur football, really, or semi-pro football with Dover Athletic. They were fined £40,000 and docked 12 points uh, for next season on Friday. So before we sort of get our cheapies about grassroots football coming back, it's, it's, a, bit of a, it's a bit of a sad story, this. You know, they, they had effectively ended their season before the National League had voted, deciding that they couldn't continue by accepting a government loan and instead followed their players and staff. And the Dover chairman, Jim uh, Palmenta, said that they will not pay the fine as they literally have no money. Andy, this is its a strange one, isn't it? Because... It's not strange, it's scandalous. Yeah, Marcus. okay. I, I think the fact that the National League board has just proved once again that it's just not fit for purpose. Mm. And, you know, you've got clubs like Dover, Dulwich Hamlet as well, mm -hmm. who are trying to be responsible, who are trying to protect a community asset mm -hmm. by not driving it hundreds of thousands of pounds in some cases mm. in, into debt. And that's that's their obligation to do that, mm. to make sure it continues for the for the good of their communities. And um, for the National League board to How uh, they don't hide, understand be that. hide behind their rules and say, oh yes, well, if we follow the, mm. the, the letter of the law, it's, it's ludicrous. It's, it's beyond ludicrous. And that's why there's a vote of no confidence against them. They have to rip it up and start again because the people running... The leagues, which are huge leagues, mm. by the way. Mm. I mean, you know, you said semi-pro football, but the fact is, mm -hmm. this is televised football. Mm -hmm. This is football that attracts thousands of fans every single week. It's football that means a lot to people all around the country and, you know, their their communities and the, the people they've reached out and helped uh, during lockdown. Um, these, these clubs are huge and mm -hmm. they're what makes English football unique and... You know, I've I've said it before and I'll say it again. When you go abroad, you always think of the Premier League as, mm -hmm. as, as our major export. And it is in very many ways, of course. But the thing that people from different countries find so curious about English football that they want to ask you about, how is it that you get football in the fourth or fifth tiers that people watch on television? Mm. That's that's mad to people mm. from from Portugal, for mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's something that um, we should be proud of and needs to be protected. And it's it's just a dreadful, dreadful failure of of, of governance. Yeah. yeah. With, with the caveat that um, Dover's results being expunged from the, from the league is a great news for Hartlepool United, but <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you look at clubs like Darlington who are in a similar mm. sort of situation. You you keep playing football and there won't be a club anymore. You know, you, you, the, there were assurances made that there would be a grant money coming in mm -hmm. to to help uh, clubs survive, uh, but instead. That's suddenly switched to a lawn. They've now, they're, they're all started the season under false pretenses, yeah. basically. It's, it's a disgrace. It's yeah, absolutely uh, disgrace. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, and so I think... 400, was it a £450,000 loan to, to, to survive? Like, why would you, for, for Dover, why, mm. would you, why would you do that? Mm. It's a lovely place to, to, to watch football. They're beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful ground. I've not, I've not had the pleasure, but, um, but you're right. It, it, it is a disgrace. I mean, there's a number of National League North and South clubs also um, facing financial penalties for all failing to fulfil fixtures. And it is, it is remarkable, Andy, because mm. it's, it's not like 
This is not a kind of a, a group of Premier League directors looking way down the leagues and going, well, you didn't fulfil your fixtures. You know, this is the, this is the board mm. of, of that league and how they've missed this, how they've come to this conclusion is just madness. I mean, National League clubs have been asked if they will back a vote of no confidence um, in the board and they have until uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, midday to respond. So we shall wait and see the, the results of that. Um, uh, but grassroots football is back though, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I played last night. <laughs> How was it? Well, after um, it was importantly. Exactly, yeah. On to pressing matters. Um, I had a lovely old time. Beautiful weather for it in southeast of England. Perhaps other parts of the country as well. I don't know. Mm. Pete, you're playing this week. I'm playing Wednesday in Lytton Buzzard. Mm-hmm. Watch out. Well, don't be too specific because we don't want, you know... <laughs> Crowds, yeah. We don't want people, people. <laughs> breaking COVID lockdown to, to assemble with their six friends. <laughs> But it is, it is great though. I know, I know it's a sort of a, a bit of a, a, a silly point to make. But oh, know. I mean, look, if you look on like the Footy Addicts app, there was yeah. no spaces this yeah, week yeah, at yeah. all. It was crazy. Because <laughs> everyone just absolutely jones on to get back out there and yeah. just be safe, all right? Yeah. Just, everyone, just be safe. Be safe. But, be... but it's, it's, it's not trivial. It's massive. It's yeah. huge for people. It's huge for um, the mental health, their physical health. Uh, you know, there'll be so many people listening to mm-hmm. this who are just super excited yeah. about getting that together. And then they'll get on the field and go, yeah. this is, I feel dreadful. I was about <laughs> to I'm say, never doing this again. You mentioned physical health. That was definitely a problem for me last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will be joining in uh, later this week when uh, next door sling our ball back. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, so, so what happened with the ball? Uh, the ball the ball went, went over over the, over the wall in quite a strenuous game of uh, foot volley. Right. How, uh... It turns out I've bred up. Uh, the, the next Ulki. <laughs> right. So it was, it, it was him. It wasn't me, obviously. Absolutely. And, you know, I had, I had it over. Head over the ball, textbook. Control. You know, and, and he just leathered you it. Tried, ne- never worked with animals or children. <laughs> no. You tried a McGuinney Esther, is what you did. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, is, uh, how are negotiations going with re- re- reclaiming the ball from, from next door? Well, it's, it's more next, next door's dog. Right, okay. Well, he's, he's, yeah. he's quite a territorial gentleman when it comes to spherical <laughs> objects. Is he a uh, hot dog uh, hot dog wearing sausage dog? <laughs> Is he going to appear on the inter, inter- badge <laughs> any spot? You shouldn't negotiate with, with dogs. You have to bribe them. Is that right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, not with chocolate, though. Not with chocolate, no. Yeah, it kills dogs. Mm. Can do. Mad that, isn't it? Everyone should know that fact. And now they do. Um, what about stuffed fine leaves? <laughs> I don't know, Andy, and I wouldn't like to comment on that. Oh, I love not stuffed fine leaves for ages. I used to live uh, off them when I first moved to London. Yeah, I didn't you know, need to sort of offer free Delicious. three course meal. I think just you know, a little biscuit or something should uh, should should uh, get the ball out. Good, good advice, thank you, mate. Yeah, not at all, um, gentlemen. Uh, it's England versus uh, Poland tomorrow. Of course, we're doing the, the watch along, uh, and we don't want to preview it too much because um, uh, Kate, Luke, and Vish on tomorrow's show will will do that. But uh, Robert Lewandowski is reportedly out with a knee injury. Andy, do we sort of, it's a bit sort of crappy if you kind of celebrate that, but it is good news for England though. Yeah, I'm very much enjoying uh, England fans and media pretending to be sad about it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's great fun. Obviously, uh, the, the bigger picture for him is, will he be able to make Bayern versus Paris Saint-Germain, which is absolutely huge. I mean, mm. that is something that could you know, be the decisive factor in that tie if he can't make it. I mean, he's meant to be out for five to ten days, mm-hmm. which is very vague. Probably so better off out of the squad if there's, there's that many COVID yeah. uh, um, cases in, in, in the Polish squad. Mm. I thought Maguire they... must be happy, mustn't he? Well, United Maguire didn't... must be like, whoa, fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, just keep talking to you, missus. That's fine. <laughs> Over <Yeah>. the fence. <laughs> United Don't worry fo- about it. United in focus, uh, running with the headline, Harry Maguire denied the chance to test himself against Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, I bet. 
<laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I thought they might be bluffing on the Monday, going, yeah, he's injured. And then, and then suddenly the team sheet's coming. Oh, there he is. I, look, we, we love international football on here. Damn if right. you're Bayern and he gets injured in the yeah, game against Andorra, is, you're really annoyed, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if he says, yeah, but I did score two goals. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> we do not care. But it's a big game, though, for Poland. You know, they've got, not got a bad side. And obviously, only the top one goes through automatically in the group. And they've got, I, I know, obviously, Lewandowski is irreplaceable. Mm. But they are not short of forward players. Mm. They have a like-for-like-ish replacement in Christoph Piontek. Yeah, they, they do. And they've got a backbone to that side. You know, you look at where some of the players play, the amount of international caps. You know, this is not a Poland side who... Just say they've got a defence full of pensioners. <laughs> you can do that. Is that what you're you saying? I, I thought that's what you were saying. No, Marcus. I wasn't saying that. Andy Brassel. Would you like me to Experience. Would you like me to say it? <laughs> no, I, would, I think that they have a better team than maybe antiquated. Yeah, I mean they they drop points against Hungary, which was handy for England. Mm. So um, let's hope they drop all the points against England tomorrow night. But as I say, Kate, Luke, and Bish will preview that one mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow, and Andy and I, um, Etel will be uh, on the watch along on the Patreon so uh, get your eyes around that alright <laughs> that's it for today thank you very much Andy Brassel thank you thank you Pete Donald ta-ta thank you everybody see you soon this was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network 